Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. Here is what I would love to talk to you about today. How to know if you tend to be an emotional or an unemotional person, and given which one sounds most like you, How can you champion that about yourself to make it a strength and not something that is an obstacle to you creating healthy relationships, to you, you know, creating and communicating boundaries or being able to interact with other humans in a way that you're proud of, okay? So here's the thing, and I want you to just just listen and see which one you find yourself feeling like it's most like you. And here's the thing too, if you find yourself feeling resistant to one of them, it could mean that that's the one that's most like you. So just be aware of that as well. Okay, so here's the thing. The other day I was hanging out with a girlfriend and we were talking about how there are some, you know, loved ones in her life who has, who have big emotional reactions. Okay, now There is a difference between having big emotional responses and having reactions. And here's the difference. If you are having huge emotional reactions, it is because you are involving other people before you have felt your emotion all the way through. So what's happening is that you're stuck in that physical, uncomfortable urgency of the emotion, and then you're trying to communicate or advocate for yourself or set a boundary or do whatever you're going to do while you're at the top of a big wave. That is never the time to communicate, and that will mess things up for you in a big way. And here's the other thing. If you're in the habit of doing that, right, here is a really good reason to stop doing that. If you're in the habit of doing that and you fight with words and you say when you're in those big emotional reactions, like sometimes really unkind, critical, biting things, you may calm down, you may feel better, you may even circle back and make amends and apologize, but the other person is not going to forget it, okay? Even if they accept your apology, even if they forgive you, Sometimes we say things and it's so cutting to another person that it's hard for them to forget. Okay, so that's a really good reason to learn how to manage your emotions, right? And to respond to them and to not react to them. And again, the tip I've given before, if you feel that physical urgency to send the text or to communicate or to do something about it, you are not ready to involve another human. You can do it, say what you really want to say to someone, to a trusted confidant. You can write it out. You can smash your pillow. You can scream and yell in your car. You need to get that energy out of your body, but do not try to communicate what you're feeling until you have ridden the emotional wave and your body feels calm again. Okay, that's how you're going to know. For some people, it might take you an hour. For some, it might take you 24 hours. For others, it may take you longer. That's not the point. The point is, while you're feeling that agitation and that tension in your body, you don't open your yapper, okay? Just remember that. Now, here is the beautiful thing about being someone who has really big emotions and who we would call an emotional person. First of all, 
it is not a weakness. So if someone ever says to you, you're so emotional. Okay. First of all, make sure that what they're not talking about is the fact that you're in the habit of having these big emotional reactions and dumping your emotions on other people. Okay. That's what they could be trying to say to you and they just don't have the verbiage to do it. But if it just happens to be someone who doesn't have big emotions like you do, just really be aware of how a comment that, like that lands with you. Because if it feels like you're being persecuted or you're feeling criticized or someone is basically saying this sucks about you and this is a weakness, you're going to really have to decide if you are going to accept what they just said to you as truth or if you're willing to speak up for yourself, or you sometimes you don't even need to speak up with yourself. You just need to be clear about what's true for you. Okay. It is really great if you happen to be someone who has really big emotions, because you are going to feel things really deeply. I don't happen to be someone who has those big emotions, but I love my friends and family members who do because I've been able to learn a lot about emotions and about how to sit with them and how to process them from those relationships as long as they don't act out when they're in a big emotional reaction. I have other family members who do that and I'm going to tell you it has taken a toll on the relationships. Because they have said things and they have written things that now they can't take back. And that is not because I'm not willing to forgive. I am very willing to forgive. But guys, sometimes words last forever. They're like a really bad tattoo on your ass, right? I'm just going to say they do. And that's no offense to tattoos. Okay, now let's say that you happen to be someone more like me who doesn't have big waves of emotions. In fact, I heard a client make a comment. Um, I had asked this client, you know, who I know does not have big emotions. I said, so how do you tend to respond when you're with other people who are having big emotions? And what do you, what's it, what does that look like for you? And, and this client answered, well, to them, it's, I seem to be annoyingly calm. Okay, so here's what's interesting about that. We, those of us without the big emotions, can also be criticized for being cold or being detached or some other unfavorable, you know, um, criticism. And that also is a misconception because just because you can't tell on the outside what we're feeling on the inside does not mean that we aren't feeling our emotions. Now, a couple of things I want to say for those of you who maybe you are resonating with this and you don't have those big emotions. A couple of things to keep in mind. If you are in the habit of taking on the big emotions of other people, you need to learn to catch it and be aware of that. And this is the best way to do it. I was in that habit for years until one of my coaches and mentors taught me this. When I am going to hang out with people who I know have really big emotions, before I do so, I get a sense for how I'm feeling in my own body. 
like do I have a lot of stress? How am I feeling? Am I am I already feeling like angry? Am I sad? Am I happy? Am I content? Like what am I feeling? That becomes my emotional baseline. And that way, when I go and spend time with people who have really big emotions, if I leave that interaction and now I feel like I've got all of these big, heavy emotions I'm carrying, I can ask my question, myself the question, is this mine? And if the answer is no, I know that I have taken on the emotions of another person. Now that when you take on their emotions, it's as if you enmesh with them emotionally and you make them your own. That is very different than being willing to have empathy and compassion for someone who is feeling some really big emotions. Okay. Here's the other thing I want to bring to your attention. If you don't tend to have huge emotions, okay, you may experience times where just like other people, you get triggered. And remember, we get triggered, our bodies get triggered, our nervous system gets triggered. Anytime it perceives something that is happening as too much, too fast, too soon. Now, I know that oversimplifies it. There's so much more going on there, but just as a rule of thumb, like just as as a place to start, right? Oh my gosh, my body is saying too much, too fast, too soon. Here's the thing. If your approach to to a stress cycle is to run away, take flight, or to shut down and freeze, or to fawn, which is to people please, just notice that, that you too have some work to do. You also need to ask yourself and get in the habit of asking yourself, what do I need? What's my current stress level? How can I have my own back and take care of my body? Okay, just notice, this is something that's really important for you to hear. It is not better or worse for you to be someone with big emotions or for you to be someone who doesn't have those big waves of emotions. One is not better than the other, okay? What matters is that you know how you are wired and you learn how to feel your emotions all the way through and the difference between reacting to emotions and responding to emotions. And I'm going to tell you a big difference is this. If you are acting out of an emotion instead of feeling the emotion, you are in a reaction. If you have felt your emotion all the way through and you're responding to it by taking care of your body and by, you know, getting it out on paper or taking a walk or doing some breath work or calming all the way down until you have a conversation if needed and appropriate regarding boundaries or requests or whatever that may be, you are responding to emotions. All right, everybody. Thank you for being here today. I'm always so grateful. I know you have very limited time and energy and I'm grateful that you would invest it into this. Have an intoxicating rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow with more. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call. Head on over to terrybradway.com. That's Terry with two R's and an I. Bradway, spelled just the way that it sounds. Once you get there, my friend, 
click on the Work with Terry button and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day. Thank you.